All right now, boys and girls, we want to introduce... Please allow me to adjust my pants. Woo, woo, woo. Listen to me. Run, run as fast as you can. Get ready for BAM Radio. Let me do it one more time. Is Radio BAM? Fucking idiot. What the hell am I talking about? It's Radio BAM! And now, and now here's BAM. Here's BAM! All right, shit asses, I hope you're happy because I just sprinted here from TRL. I wasn't even supposed to do a show, and it's just me and Missy. DiCamello didn't even know, and uh, I didn't think we were going to do a show, but I didn't want to let you down. And, uh, yes, we just came from TRL and about <laughs> literally what? 20 radio interviews, yeah. and they all asked the same fucking questions. And it's all about uh, the Bams on Holy Union show that starts tomorrow at 9.30. And uh, th what are the three main questions at this? <clears throat> are you worried about the MTV curse? Um, Same answer every fucking time. No, I'm not worried about the curse. Dude, I, I can't even say it anymore because I've said it. Blah, blah, you know. I'm sick of saying it. And then, and then the next thing that they say is, uh, what's the other one? My God, I'm going blank right now. Good, it's a good thing. No, I don't understand how I can't remember. We just said the same answer. Oh my God, what, was twenty it? times. What was another uh, one? Jessica Simpson. Oh yeah, the Jessica Simpson thing. Yeah. And asking what Missy thought about it. What was, what was your answer? Oh, I got that one down to a science. <laughs> you got it down to a science. Yeah. Do I need to say it again? Yeah, why don't you say it again? Okay. So basically, um, whatever happens in the past is the past, and if that were to happen, congratulations because she's totally hot, and uh, the future is the future. So that's it. <laughs> and, uh, and and Vanessa was um, at T <clears throat> TRL, who's dating Nick Lachey, and I was wondering if she was going to be like pissed or glad at me because if if that all that press never happened, maybe they wouldn't be together. Well, she was super nice to me. If that has. Yeah, she was nice to me, too, but you, you still never know. Yeah. We'll find out the dirt a little bit later. <laughs> we'll let you guys know next week. <laughs> but uh, right now we're staying... Fuck, why am I giving this information out? Don't. All right, we're staying at a hotel in New York, <laughs> and uh, it's a really nice hotel, but uh, we had to wake up at 6 in the morning to, uh, to start doing these uh, morning radio interviews, and... The fucking alarm from the hotel goes off, and it is ear-piercing loud, so loud, and then uh, it's going on for like five minutes, and then it says, please evacuate, there's a fire, please evacuate, there's a fire, and then uh, this guy gets on the mic, not knowing <laughs> that he's on the mic, he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell what happened, I'm not going to say anything, but we could all hear him through every hotel room, so then... Uh, the only announcement was, I'm not making this announcement. And yeah. then the, and then the uh, speakers turned off. Then the fucking thing goes off again. And I'm like, dude, we're on the 16th floor. I am not taking any chances. I'm like, I'm packing my shit and I'm fucking... I had to carry this big-ass bag down 16 flight of stairs. We go outside in the freezing cold at like 3.30 in the morning. And, uh... It ended up being just a fucking false alarm. And then we and then we go back into the room and the alarm... And the, the alarm thing was still all tweaked and it was making these weird noises. So then I turned on the TV to try to get over it and uh, it wasn't happening. I was so fucking frustrated. I was going to storm down there and get a fucking refund, but I had to be up in two hours. So I was just trying to get any kind of sleep I possibly could. I was scared. 
It was scary. If, it, if we were on the second floor, I would have fucking jumped if it was such a major no, fire. But we were, 16, you're going down, man. We were all the way at the top, <laughs> and then my friend Amy was on floor 11 all by herself, so I was trying to call her to see if she was okay. But, like, in a panic, I threw my cell phone in my uh, luggage, so... I couldn't find it. I was like, I need to tell her to get out. Oh, my God. If I was by myself sleeping and, and that shit went off, I'd be scared to death. Yeah. Dude, I can't even explain how ear-piercing loud that alarm was. Yeah. Well, at least it woke us up. If it was a real fire, you know, we would have gotten out. Fucking false alarm. <laughs> Bullshit. Would you have rather there be a real fire? Yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking make me grab my big-ass bag, carrying it down 16 flights of Your stairs. Feet. At least I want to see three rooms burn down, at least. Just, just so I did it. Well, I could have been sleeping. I know. That we is... made sure we grabbed all of our stuff before we left the room. Like we sat there for five minutes, talked about it, like casually packed our bag, walked down the stairs. Like because I got like my cool coat and all this stuff. I can't leave I it know, behind and let stressed. it get all burned up. I like the stress. Pete's sake. So uh, <laughs> how about the guy in the elevator? <laughs> oh, so everybody, dude. I'm not kidding. The whole entire fucking hotel is outside. Like. 500 people are just outside with their bags wondering what's going on. There's this one dude in his fucking tidy whiteies and that's it. He's just like, what, man? What the fuck? I just woke up. I didn't want to get all burned up. Like, he's just in his fucking undies. <laughs> I was dying. He must have been so embarrassed. And it just was like to have a false alarm. Like, couldn't he just grab a robe or something real quick? I mean, he must have sprinted out that some bitch so fast. But I think he had shoes and a t-shirt on. Like, why wouldn't you just stop and put pants or no, something? No, he didn't have shoes and a t-shirt. He definitely had a t-shirt on. Yeah, he had a wife beater on but he didn't have shoes okay that makes it a little better i guess i, I have know. this awesome awesome song it's uh it's a band from finland called uh mary slim and the singer uh yorki from the 69 eyes uh sings the last track and uh it's fucking rocking i don't even think it's available right now but um you're gonna hear it right now on radio bam so let's hear it this is radio bam series 28 faction
That was the Finnish band Mary Slim featuring Yorki from the 69 Eyes. And uh, I am in New York right now doing a shit ton of press for Bam's Unholy Union. They actually have Missy's big fat head right on the front of TRL <laughs> along with mine and Ape and Phil's. It's pretty weird looking. It's like right at Times Square all big. Yeah, and, uh, it totally freaked me out. Yeah, I, I never really have that big posters and shit i guess they're pumping this show up real good anybody's head's that big when the picture is that big <laughs> i'm just fucking with you do you really think i have a big head no bitch hey yeah <laughs> you'd be nice and uh and then tomorrow morning i have to wake up 6 a.m to go on howard stern mm-hmm. uh so fuck i might as well promote my own shit my new show starts tomorrow at 9 30 so watch it and uh uh, f- I might as well just fucking sleep here, Why man. Why don't we? I'm at the serious studio, and Howard Stern sings right there. We should. We should just sleep in his green room. I mean, we have to be here at like six fifteen or six thirty. I'll talk to Pendar about me sleeping <laughs> here. I don't need any more fucking alarms going off in my hotel. That shit is bullshit. I know. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna give a refund. You think they would? I mean, it went off for like 40 minutes straight in oh, the that, middle of the night. You know so many people tried to. I wonder if they did it. They'll talk their way out of it so bad. Well, sorry, it was a mistake. Yeah, but I lost sleep. Yeah, but, you know, it was an inconvenience. I'm sorry. It'll never work. Yeah. Why bother? Did uh, did I tell you about... Oh, yeah, you were there. Hmm. I get a present from Dunn on film that he sent me for <laughs> Christmas, which was really late. And uh, it's a box. And... <laughs> And, and I opened the box up, opened it up, there's a bunch of like styrofoam all in it. I'm like, what's in it? As soon as I'm about to reach in, this snake comes shooting out, like a fake snake. And I was like, Wah! and I freaked out <laughs> so bad. Like, he put a uh, timer on it, so when the thing opens, the snake comes shooting out. And, uh, god damn, that scared the shit out of me. I know you think I knew, like, ahead of time what was going on, but I really didn't. Like, I was just as surprised as you are. I probably would have, like, laughed or... You know, gave it away a little bit if I had an idea. <laughs> you like fell off of your stool that you were sitting on. <laughs> right over backwards. Oh man. <laughs> so this fucking wedding is coming up in less than a week. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. I'm barely ready. <sighs> I don't even I didn't even get pants for everybody, did I yet? I did. Okay. And shirts and ties. Good. It's kinda hard, like, that the wedding's so soon and we're out of town for a few days, like I really feel like I should be home and. I know, and everybody. And Tony Hawk's stuff. flying in. Kat Von D's flying in from Miami Inc. 
Uh, Carter from Electric's coming in. Kingman. The sounds are coming in. Uh, all the jackets. Iggy Pop. All the jackets. It is going to be one fucking crazy thing. I know. And, uh, and, and the song that Iggy Pop wants to play for the MTV show is... Uh, <laughs> how does it go? Something... No, no, you know. Uh, either I, it's like I, I might my, be fucked up in the head. Yeah, my idea of fun is killing everyone. That's the hook of his song, dude. Just clip. Make sure there's a fucking camera on both mumums at all times, dude. They're gonna have a heart attack. Do you think I should warn mine ahead of time? Uh, you might want to. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably warn them. The sounds are so like family friendly. Like I think everyone's really gonna enjoy that. But may- you might clear the room partially with Iggy. I think you should pop a roofie in your grandma's <laughs> drink right before Iggy goes on. <laughs> I don't think I ne- I'll need to. I think she'll probably get up and go on her own accord. <laughs> Just roofie the bitch. <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, anybody who's older than fifty, I'm just gonna roofie the some bitches. That's our mom. Where do you even get roofies at? Oh, God. you're asking the wrong person. Where do you get a roofie at? A drug dealer? <laughs> DeVito, do you know where to get roofies like, Seriously, from? where the <laughs> fuck do you get a roofie? Yeah, I've never needed them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it would probably take me a week to find a roofie. I don't even think you could. Is, it, is a roofie just like a really strong ecstasy pill, or is it different? It's just a full... It just it's knocks like GHB. <laughs> is that what it is? I read about it once. Put in a girl's drink, and the next thing you know, she's sleeping on the you know, floor of a bathroom. And you're I know a girl who died from it. Wasn't it your sister's birthday the other day? It was, yep. 20 <laughs> years old. Guess what we did? <laughs> Didn't she go to ass-to-ass night at Show and Tell? <laughs> Dude, they have fucking dildo ass-to-ass night at Show and Tell. I can't believe... If she's 20, she just turned 20, dude. She loves going to the strip I club. I can't believe you brought that up. Why? Because. Because why? Because it makes my me little feel sister. Yeah, well, it makes me feel uncomfortable knowing that your sister's going to ass-to-ass night at fucking show-and-tell. She says that her and her girlfriend, Grace, go there so often that the, when they walk in, the bouncers are like, Hey, Jess. Hey, Grace. How you guys been? I don't I don't get it. Like, I feel like she has this, like, secret, like, side, to, you know, of her life that I don't know about. Show-and-tell? I think we need to go see ass-to-ass night. No way. Why not? I don't want to. Be I don't want to. I think we should bring the camera. I'll go as well. to like a really nice, classy, like burlesque club, like Forty Juice. Is that what it's called? In LA? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, remember we went to that place in LA with the the whole wall was like all the chains and the girls were like hanging from it and dancing in like pretty lingerie and. Oh yeah. That is more up my alley than ass to ass still that night. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not because I'd like to see that. Oh my god. It's like Requiem for a Dream, remember? They're in that fucking. Uh, yeah, I remember. That movie <laughs> the made gnarly me. Gnarly business, man. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. <laughs> I literally couldn't sleep that same night that we watched that movie for the first time. <laughs> I'm so disturbed. Um, You know what? Being Iggy mm-hmm. Pop is playing the party. I'm going to have to play a song, and it's a, an acoustic song, and it's fucking brilliant if you listen to the words. It's called Wrong Feels Right, and he's basically talking about. He heard a song, he heard on the radio that the sound of today is such a piece of shit and he can't escape it because it's on the TV and the riff is fucking dead, but the riff was pounding in my fucking head. Let's hear it. This is Iggy Pop. He's playing my wedding and this is Wrong Feels Right on Radio Bam Series 28 Faction.
took a pounding From the radio today I heard the radio say some piece of shit Was the sound of today I took a beating When I saw my TV play it I saw my TV play it over and over And there was no escape The box is hollow is fucking dead that riff is fucking dead but the riff is pounding in my fucking head they're gonna push it Until false is true Until day is night They're gonna push it, baby Until wrong feels right Until wrong feels right It's a big industry And they can beat my brain With houses, cars, and shame They are insane Yeah But they can beat my brain God and his captains They want to pull the fucking plug They want to pull the fucking plug And give the skies Back to the birds and bugs We're going hot right now Oh, oh, oh. your life Look what we found in Don Vito's ass this is Radio Bam, baby! Faction 28. So last time I talked to you guys, I flew into Vegas, and I never got to sum up what else happened. Basically, I uh. locked myself in, in... Okay, it was my bachelor party, by the way, and uh, I had a bowling alley in my room, I had a pool table, I had a 24-7 bar with a bartender on standby, I had a jacuzzi, and... Uh, I basically, there's no reason for me to leave. So I just would wake up and drink so much booze until I'd fall back asleep. And uh, everybody drank so much booze that Don Vito blacked out and shit himself. And I was trying to tell him that he shit himself, but he he was so fucking wasted that he, he didn't even hear me. I'm like, Vito, Vito, you shit yourself, dude. Look, you need to go. 
You need to go. You should. Ew. And he wasn't even listening. He's How like, did you know he did? Because you could see did his brown ass shit jeans. Oh, man. Then, after that, after I got two bouncers to wheelchair Vito back to his room, then uh, then Shitbird was, was uh, bowling and he was laying down at the end of the bowling alley. I threw a bowling ball right against his ass and then he shit himself as well. <laughs> <laughs> So both of your uncles shit themselves at your bachelor party. Yeah, is what you're telling me. And and you know what? You none of, none of you guys shit yourself at your bachelorette party. So we had more fun. If that, <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't really know what to say to that. If that's how you rate fun, then I guess we had a miserable time because nobody shit their pants. I can't wait to see we a rough cut. <laughs> I can't wait to see a rough cut of that show. It's gonna be. You getting like massages and fucking cucumbers on your eyes and shit, and then it's just gonna clip the fucking shitbird shitting his ass on the bowling alley. <laughs> wow. That is gonna be a good, good episode. It's gonna be a hard pill to swallow, I think. <laughs> I really do. I mean, how many like brides do we get to see a, a glimpse at their uh, future husband's bachelor party? The only thing, the only reason why I went left the room was to go see Vane's Agenda. That's it. And I and I only saw two songs. How come? Because I got so wasted that I had to get my two bouncers or bodyguards to carry me back. And, uh, <laughs> Are you serious? And I was like, I gotta write my vows. Did you ever write your vows? <laughs> no, I'm not married. Well, you should start writing your vows. <laughs> Making no sense. It's probably pretty funny, though. Did you go back to the room after the show and write your vows? Because if you did, Hell I'm afraid no. to hear them. No, no, no. I went into the woods uh, in the backyard during the snowstorm, <laughs> and I just grabbed a chair, and I just sat there until I wrote them. And I wrote it on this uh, big wooden piece of... It, it was like in the shape of a coffin, and it said, No Bikes on it. And Because I'm building this massive ramp in my backyard, and uh, it has pool coping on it, and if bikes go on it, it's going to fuck it all up. So I was just like, I don't want any fucking bikes here. And then I look over, and I see this brand new mountain bike that I got. And I was like, there's a fucking bike right there. What did I tell everybody? Throw the bike in the fire. Then the tires start catching fire, and, and tires don't stop burning until they're gone. Right. So I took the fucking burning bike up this hill, and I pedaled down it with the tires on fire. I hope it wasn't the bike that April bought for me last summer. It is. Are you serious? Yeah. It had a flat tire. Oh, damn. It had a flat tire. I only on rode it. it twice. Yeah, well, it had a flat tire. And you, what are you going to do? Spend a whole day going to bike line to get a new tire? I spent a whole day so. going to bike line to get a new tire for your bike. Yeah, because my bike is rad. Mine was the same, but it was a girl's no, version. Oh, it was all muffed up. Novak muffed it up. And speaking of Novak, mm. he took the he took the turquoise truck yep. to Baltimore, and then he left it there, and then he got a ride up here, and then went to Vegas, and now it's still just stuck in fucking Baltimore. It's been and over he, a week. And he doesn't know where the asshole keys are. He's so God. fucking rude. And irresponsible. I bitched him out yesterday. Did you? Mm -hmm. I heard he got kicked out of his house. Mm. Mandy kicked him out. Mm. Mm -hmm. He's probably hell on yeah. earth right well, now. I he went on a motherfucking bender in Vegas that one that you can't just stop doing. Like he needed to wake up and pound two beers in order. To the cure the hangover that he must have had. I'm not surprised. Kind of like the girl we saw in intervention last night. Yeah, <laughs> she was drinking beers on the train on the way to work. That's what I do. I power drink. I power walk. I power everything. I go I'm to power, power work. I'm in charge. I'm power. And then you know what? When I power everything, then by the time I power 
down two beers, then they could power down on the phone and I get shit done. But she had her shit together, but she was just she did have a her total lush. Yeah, but she she was a, a functioning lush. Yeah. And which I don't see a problem with. Yeah. There isn't many though. If she was like fucking falling over her desk and shit at work, then then she has a problem, but she I don't think she needed an intervention. And then the other <laughs> intervention was what was the fucking worthless gaming. This motherfucker they had an intervention on his gaming. They they all sat him down and they're like and the mom's all crying like I feel like I lost my son. It's just like you play the Punisher far too much. You're on you're on the video games all yeah. day and you don't leave, you're a hermit. You play too many video games. I was just like, is this fucking real? They're having an intervention from playing too many video games. I'd be like, shut the fuck up and let the dude play if he has that much fun playing video games, then you know what? Play the video games. Fuck it. And he was smart. He was smart and he was well spoken and he was just looking at his family like they were out of their minds. He he was just like I think that they were. Yeah. So maybe, he has a video game problem. At least he's not doing fucking meth or heroin. Dope. He's just playing games. He's playing fucking games. Apes calling right now. Let's see what she, she just wants. called me too, but I didn't know if I could answer. Yo. Hey. Hi. I'm, I'm live on the radio. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you did what? What are you so saying? <laughs> Oh, I was just saying, you guys look great on TRL. We taped it. Oh, you taped oh, it? I'm glad you taped it. Oh, I know. Tell Missy she did great. She didn't look nervous at all. I was so nervous. It was funny, though? Oh, it was great. It was, you guys look really good. Good. Cool. Oh, super. Well, okay. Well, we know you guys are coming in tomorrow, and you're doing Howard tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually in the same place where Howard is, so I'm contemplating just sleeping on the fucking couch. Because <laughs> I don't feel like waking up in no six and no morning. Oh, six in the morning? Well, yeah. Picked up from the hotel at six. That's so. pure yeah. bell shit. I know. That's some Hagamignon shit. <laughs> yeah, and then nobody can see how Hagamignon you book. <laughs> 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 Thank God. Is there going to be a camera yeah. now? Yeah, they film that shit. Oh, no. Oh, they do? Yeah, man. Are you sure? They might not do that anymore. Uh-oh. Amy might need to stay. Uh, <laughs> yo, Ape. Thank you. I got it at um, Neiman Marcus. I love that. Thank you. I was going to save it and wear it to the brunch after the wedding, but last night I panicked and realized I had nothing to wear to TRL, so I had to swap yeah, it out. Perfect. You can wear that again, and I love Bam's jacket. Yeah. I got that in London. Yeah, I love that. I never saw that before. But I wish you would start taking your hat and your glasses off. <laughs> I don't like to. Well, I, you should. You I, I always have a bad hair day, and uh, I don't like my eyes. You have beautiful eyes. eyes. Your eyes are the best, and your hair is the best. You don't tell me how to wear my rock clothes. <laughs> what? Don't tell me how to be rock and roll, lady. I know how to be rock and roll. Yeah, right. You wear mom pants. No, she doesn't. You wear mom jeans. No, she doesn't. You wear Wrangler mom jeans, I bet. I, do. I don't wear mom jeans. No, you don't, Abe. You're going to start wearing mum mum pants. <laughs> Never. I'd be dead before I do that. Don't, does does mum mum still wear those mum mum pants? Who, girl's mom? Yeah. <laughs> she still wears mum mum pants? Yeah, I don't want to see the last elastic stretch waistband thing, you know? It's like a duffel bag with an elastic band. <laughs> Yo, Ape. 
I got I got a new 69 Eyes song that no one's heard yet. It's on their new album, and it's not coming out for a long, long time. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I really do. Do you have it? Say, say, this is the 69 Eyes, and the song is called Perfect Skin on Radio Ram 2. <laughs> this is 69 Eyes, and the, and the song is called Radio... What is it called? Perfect fucking skin, man. I know. Wait a minute. What's it called again? Perfect skin. Oh, perfect skin. Okay, perfect skin. Okay. All right, all right. Start all over. All right. <laughs> Go, man. We're live. <laughs> this is the new 69 Eyes called Perfect Skin on Serious Fashion. <laughs> Radio Bam. <laughs>
Radio Bam. Turn it up. This is Brandon. You know, don't do that voice you do. I don't fucking do that. This is Radio Bam, Sirius 28 Faction. Wow. When we were driving up here from Philadelphia to New York City, we stopped at a rest stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, we were in the Roy Rogers line. And this motherfucking kid who was like 11, <laughs> his dad catches him stealing a piece of chicken. <laughs> but but he, he, he didn't have it in his hand or hit it. He put it in his fucking pocket. And he walked off. And then his dad's like... Son, get over here, you little son of a bitch. You don't steal fucking chicken. Like, oh, dude, it was the funniest thing. I was on the ground dying. Like, he's like spanking his ass and shit. Like, he was so mortified. <laughs> you, don't, you don't come to a rest stop and steal chicken from Roy Roger. What the fuck's the matter with you? Kid? It's like, it was in his pocket. You're going to eat that linny ass piece of shit, man? Oh, it was so fucking funny. What bad timing that he did that and got caught and you were standing there watching. Like the he dad, looked like he uh, wanted to die that I you live saw for that. Shit like that. I, don't, I don't think the kid knew who I was. Uh, I don't know. You think so? I, well, it's hard to say. I think he just felt like an idiot that anybody just caught him stealing a piece of chicken in his pocket. I'm so glad we decided to stop. <laughs> and then right before we left, we went out with... Uh, Missy's friend uh, Brianna and her husband Jay, oh, <laughs> and Jay was so drunk <laughs> that some girl gave Brianna a hug and she's like, "Damn, Brianna, your titties smell good." <laughs> and then Jay just looks over, not even cracking a smile, just dead serious, like, "You should smell her ass." <laughs> and the whole table was just silent for like a good thirty seconds, and then just started dying laughing. Your titties smell good. Well, you should smell her ass. Like he just sits there and sniffs on her ass. <laughs> Dude, I fucking cried, She's so man. embarrassed. Well, the reason her, her breast smelled good is because, you know, you spray perfume on your chest. So I'm sure she legitimately smelled good. It was, that was great. That was, like, one of the best things I've ever heard. <laughs> Did you know that uh, the Hessians out on the, uh, out on the ramp have had a, a fire? They've had a fire going underneath the treetop casino for, I'm not kidding, one month straight. They've been keep, keep, keeping it going. And I'm stoked about it because they've been cleaning up the whole woods, man. Yeah. There's like, they've burnt so one month straight of a fire going on. That's pretty hard to do. And and I'm like, I'm going down to drink to, with the Hessians or, to my mom, which is basically a skater who wakes up to drink beer and skates all day, and they don't care about anything else. And she and she misunderstood <laughs> what I said. She's like. Devito, there's a bunch of Haitians staying in the treetop casino. What's going on? I'm like, not Haitians, you idiot. Like, she thinks there's like glue huffing Filipino dudes just she living out in the treetop yeah. casino. No, she literally thought that they were like a bunch of refugees from Haiti living in the backyard. I'm like, no, no, it's it's a, like a skate term. They're not from Haiti. They're from Philly. We're going down to drink with the Haitians. <laughs> when you there's wander Haitians into the woods, you don't there? come back for like a good hour. I know. And that's fast. I guess I should get used to it, though, being that the ramp's almost done. Yeah, it's going to be done really soon. Man, it kind of sucks that I'm going to have the best ramp ever, and then we're going to go to freaking Dubai knowing that there's this awesome ramp in my backyard. Well, two things. One, we put Dubai off for a whole week so you can skate. And two, the ramp will be there when you get home. I know, but people are going to be shredding in the gnar behind my back. I don't want people shredding the nart. No, we'll my just back. say that nobody's allowed at the house when we're away. It's our fucking house. 
Yeah, but I'm sick of this shit. Carlos just busted his fucking ass just to not yeah. date it for a week. So for the week in between the wedding and the honeymoon, everybody can enjoy themselves. But then when we leave, everybody else leaves too. I don't trust anybody. I don't want anybody at the house besides Matt Cole. That's Sounds it. like a dick move. I think we should take a pool. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, who, go, who are go, on, go to RyanGPhotography.com, go to the serious section, and let's take a pool. Okay. Let me let me further explain my side. Would you feel comfortable having a bunch of people that you don't really know going in and out of your house all the time without you being home? Lock that motherfucker. Yes or no? The answer is no, but you don't have to go through the house to get to the ramp. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, man. You mean just outside? Yeah, man. If you lock all the four wheelers away, maybe I'll figure it out. We'll sort it out. It'll it'll be fine. You know what? Hmm. Ben, I just played sixty nine eyes. I want to play this band called Lacrimous Profound because they sound just like sixty nine eyes and they're fucking rad. Uh, and I lost the CD for so long in Los Angeles, and I just went to the Virgin Mega Store across from TRL, and I found one last copy, and. Uh, they're fucking sick. Let's hear it. This is, uh, again, it's over, and this is Lacrimous Profound. It's a weird name, but it's good. And uh, this is Radio Bam Series 28 Faction. Peace. 
Radio. This is Ryan Dunn, and you've tuned in to Radio Bam, Series 28 Faction. And I have no idea why they gave us this stupid show. Whoever hired us should have their job title reevaluated, because they are a fuck-up. So I was telling you guys about how I'm getting the craziest ramp built with the Danny Way jump and whatnot in the backyard, and it's going to be done very soon. But uh, the guy, Carlos, who runs the whole project, his only rule is... You can't leave to go to the bar, and you can't leave to go fuck your girlfriend or whatever. You have to stay at my house until the ramp is done. And uh, this kid, Young Guns, snuck out uh, to go see his girlfriend, and uh, he shows up all hungover at like 1.30. And uh, they have this fucking... <laughs> it's like a toilet, but they made it out of wood, so it's just picture a box that you can completely see through and there's just a toilet seat on it his punishment was to shit in in the toilet outside in front of everybody -uh. yeah oh my god it was so funny where is this toilet it's it's right where uh like down in the woods yeah it's just in the middle of the woods i can't really explain where dude he 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 sat down we're filming it for the new show but i thought he was just gonna sit down and fake it or whatever Dude, as soon as he shat, sit down, he shat so much mud everywhere, dude. It was like the worst beer shit I've ever Ew. seen. I was rolling around hysterical, dude. It was so funny. That was his punishment. You go there, you go to that fucking toilet, and you shit in front of everybody right now, if, or, or unless you're out of here. You know the rules. You don't leave to fuck your girlfriend, and you don't leave to go to the bars. Everybody knows that, dude. They've been living in that goddamn Hobbit or, or the Treetop Casino. Since before Christmas. There's seven people living in that thing. Uh, this, the square footage is is literally uh, 15 by 20, something like that. That's ridiculous. And but they a, really hooked it up. They have they bunk have beds, a drawing board, like a little mini kitchen, everything but running water, basically. Yeah. Carpet. They told me to take my shoes off before I went in. I'm like, do you take your shoes off before you come into my house? Not, not all of you do, but I'll take my shoes off before I come in the treetop casino. And then G, <laughs> and then G comes in from because it's all muddy down there. G comes in all wasted. We just get the rug steam cleaned in the pirate bar. Here he is doing the fucking moonwalk on the rug, cleaning the mud off of his shoes. And Missy comes walking down the stairs. She's like, "Gee, are you kidding me?" And then like in his drunken stupor, he he like looks up and then looks down and sees what he actually just did. He's like, Oh, shit, sorry, I didn't know. Dude, what is wrong with him? I called him out so bad, and he just felt... Why would he, he ever... Th- felt bad. If I was drunk as all can be, I still wouldn't have the gall or whatever to, to start rubbing my muddy shoes on a brand new carpet. I know, because people forget that that house is actually our home and that we live there. Like They think of it as just like either a set or like a place to just go and like party, like almost like a bar. A, a private bar like i don't think people really respect that it's our house they just show up whenever they want like climb the gate sneak in the gate stay when i ask them to leave like oh my god it makes me a little bit crazy at least i finished that viking skull video i know i'm proud of you black and sunrise it turned out great yeah I I love l- it. i'm stoked on it i really like it yeah, I'll probably show you guys pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But the album comes out in March, I think, so uh, I'm not going to leak it until then. But uh, it is this dope-ass video, and um, fuck, I wish I had the song to play it, but uh, maybe I'm not allowed to. 
I don't want to spoil it. I'll wait till March. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and uh, Jess is actually the drummer for Viking Skull. That's like his side project. So uh, that's pretty rad. Oh yeah, Jess couldn't. Jess couldn't come to either bachelor party because he promised he rigged the one in Vegas that he wasn't coming to, and then he he uh, said that he was going to come to the FHM party for me in in New York, and he was having a kid as we were leaving to go to New York, so he fucking he didn't come to either one Which of them. Which is a pretty damn good excuse. I know, but that you sucks, you man. You can't get much of a better. No, it doesn't suck. It sucks that he didn't go. Our niece go. was born. That doesn't suck. That's great news. I haven't even seen it. It's not an it. It's a baby girl, <laughs> and she's gorgeous. I haven't seen it yet. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. Why? I haven't seen it yet. Her. I don't. Her. I don't. I, why? I, I need to make my Come own on. judgment on that. You're gonna get in big trouble for that. You know it. What am I gonna do? Get grounded? Yep. By who? Me. <laughs> Good luck on that one. Let's go see her when we get home. I went and saw her yesterday. I, I, as soon as Howard Stern's done, I have to fly down to FDR because they're having a big council meeting because uh, there's that big 13-foot bowl that they never got approved of, and they're threatening oh. on knocking it down. Really? So uh, we're getting everybody to show up to to uh, basically give the middle finger to all those motherfuckers in, in the city of Philadelphia. Who wants to knock it down, actually, the city of Philadelphia? All I know is that you can quote me on the shit out of this. Mayor Street is a fucking jerk-off, <laughs> faggot, piece of shit, bitch, slut, whore, dyke. Oh, my And you could God. quote me on that, and I hope he reads it. He's a fucking, he's a piece of shit. He, he, he totally, he said that all the skaters were fucking up Love Park. So he got all the skaters out of there, or like literally cops chasing skaters down and tackling them, and then like basically beating the shit out of them and then give them like a $500 ticket. So then they turn, they put planters in front of all the ledges so the kids couldn't skate it. Now there's just bum piss and bum shit all over the planters. And it's just like people, now workers won't even eat there. Like businessmen won't even eat there because they're scared because they're fucking sitting next to a shit stain. Like the, the, skaters, by, like the skaters made, made Love Park feel safe because they're like, well, if this 13-year-old kid is able to be here and skate in front of these bums playing chess, then obviously they're, they're harmless. Now they're fucking scared because it smells like shit and piss, and who would want to eat a sandwich next to shit and piss? Maybe you could explain to me, what, what is the big deal about like, Thanks, not... Ma thank Mayor Street for that, you fucking jerk-off. What, what is the big deal about skating? Like, Why are so many places against you skating on their property? Are they afraid you're going to get hurt, or is it more than that? Well, it mainly it. has to do with the parents. Dude, I, I don't care if I fucking cracked my head open... Uh, at a fucking building, like even out front of this very building, if I crack my head open jumping down some stairs, it's not the stairs' fault. It's not the building's fault. But like parents feel that like, oh well, if you didn't have those stairs there, then my son never would have jumped down them. Mm -hmm. Like I want money, dude. Parents are like everybody's so happy. Everybody's so happy, and it, and you know what? It's, it's so your lame. it's your dumb kid. That's that's what happened. Your dumb kid broke his dumb arm because he was. He made a dumb choice. Could and, have been here, there, you or know anywhere. What? I make many dumb choices, and I, I broke my tailbone. I'm not going to blame the bucket cart for it. I'm not going to blame the park that I did it at. Right. I'm going to blame my stupid-ass self for getting in a fucking bucket car and breaking my tailbone. That's a shame. Parents are stupid. Yep. I know. I bet you 80% of parents are stupid. Even, even I, have a, I have a buddy that's an English teacher, and he, 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 he goes... Yeah, that Ben Marjorie is a real jackass in real life. Like, uh, 
I think getting in a shopping cart and going full speed into a curb is stupid. He should be doing something productive like helping people, like uh, serving tables, like whatever. I am helping people. I'm fucking entertaining people, you jerk off. You're making people laugh, which is I more make important people laugh. than almost anything. It's almost like me saying like, oh, well, well Alan Iverson, you know, he, he should help people. Like, he, he should... He should do something that helps people. I, I mean, throwing a ball into a basket is completely worthless. What does that do? It's like, well, he's entertaining people. And what I do is fucking stupid. I'll be the first to admit it. But you laugh. Yeah. And I think that he he's teaching kids to say that it's stupid and don't look up to me. Fuck his ass. That's absurd. As you would say, that's bell shit. It's <laughs> such bell shit that I'm going to play fucking Cradle of Filth with Villa Valo singing on it. And uh, I think it's track six, but if it's not, then we're just going to have to change it and make it right. But uh, this is Byronic Man by Cradle of Filth featuring Villa Vallo over him. This is Radio Bam Series 28 Faction. Fuck that teacher.
Strap yourselves in and lace up those shoes because you're listening to Radio Banner on Sirius 28 Faction. I'm a goddamn idiot. We are now in overtime, and I played the wrong song. Although that song was fucking rad, I really wanted to hear the song with Villa in it. But uh, besides that, I want to stress to you that Bam's Unholy Union, the first episode, starts tomorrow at 9.30. And uh, also, Filthy Note t-shirts are now available. And uh, they're fucking kick-ass. So uh, I'm going to play this... <laughs> Another Cradle of Phil song, and I'm going to get it right this time. This is Byronic Man, and this is Bam and Missy signing off. Good night, everybody. Bye.
Take a picture of your sweet white ass and send it on over to Radio Bam at Sirius-Radio.com. Call Radio Bam at 877-PORNBAG. That's 877-PORNBAG. Sweet dreams, Peapod. Bye, everybody. See you next week. On Sirius 28 Faction. Later. Henry, this is B-